I'm Stacy. My name is Ohamanda Lopez. I'm just a careful year. We're here for you forever. You look like a crazy person. I do. You listen to it every week. We record every week. It never gets old for me. Listen to me. You look like you're having a medical condition when you do that. Yeah. And you get. I do have a lot of medical conditions. Dumb smile. The big (laughs) smile where you just look crazy. My cat's going to knock over everything right there. Hey, get away from this. This is not. Cat food. Um, hey, so how are you? I'm doing really good. Um, that sounds like you're about to start a lie. I know. Well, no, I was about to say I'm doing really good. My house is a fucking mess. Um, every piece of clothing that I own looks like cats have been bathing in it. Um, just covered in fur constantly. Um, had a long weekend this weekend. Guess what? I did fucking nothing. Wow. Nothing. Luxury, baby. Nothing. Um, if you have that paid vacation time, I guess it, or like paid holidays, right? Mm-hmm. Then I guess it is nice to do nothing. Yeah. You, don't you have know, to do shit. real people like me who work hard for ourselves, yeah. entrepreneurs, we don't get stuff like Good Friday off. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm so sorry, Stacy. It's made up. I'm sorry that your passion, you know, <laughs> doesn't really allow you to. Uh, did I? I've told you this, right? That my, one of my aunts um, told me one time if I wanted like health care or paid vacation or anything, you know, uh-huh. that I should have gotten a career that gave it to me. And yeah. I'm like, but I do hair. Like, that's like my love and career. And I've been doing it for 10 years, you know, at the time. Yeah. Can you believe she said that? You should have just been a secretary or something. Yeah. A lot of people have that thought about like about healthcare and about all that stuff. They just generally are like, you know what? Passion doesn't really matter. If you want everything practical in life, then you need to fuck your own self and your butt and be miserable at a job that you to don't love to get all that stuff. Well, I ain't doing it because I can't type. Yeah. I don't I know. know how to make a spreadsheet. Hey, they're actually really oh, fun God. to make. Um, I'll tell you guys about a spreadsheet that I made. No, okay. No, you um, shouldn't. No, I wasn't. I was just joking. I've never you... made a spreadsheet before. That's not true either. Yes, you have. Why are you lying? <laughs> I make spreadsheets every week, baby. Uh, some people like to. Some people like to be have an organized list, a spreadsheet. A uh, Grace, our friend, she loves to do a spreadsheet and do some like Excel, whatever, for taxes. Every Sunday she does it. You know what? I bet that there's comics out there that have an Excel spreadsheet of all their jokes, all the punchlines, like everything that they've written, everything that they talk about. You do that in a spreadsheet? Yeah, you could do it in a spreadsheet. Or you could Joan Rivers it and have giant files (gasps) all over ancient rooms in her house with little cue cards. That book was good, right? Yeah, that book was good. I mean, her book, but I'm uh, Last Girl Before Freeway. You've read that? Yeah. Um, okay, her movie. Right? The movie was amazing. The documentary was really good. Yeah, so good, so beautiful. It's, it's really funny. I, I remember watching um, Kathy Griffin at one point, and Kathy Griffin's like, I've been up, I've been down. There's times when I've been super famous and been not famous at all. Same for Joan Rivers. And I just, uh, there's this sensation in me of like, Kathy Griffin's down right now, but I think that bitch is going to come back up. Sorry, that's my, yeah. that's my, uh, 
You're really rooting for Kathy I'm, Griffin. I'm rooting for all those ladies, especially the older women who've been doing comedy for the past fucking 30 years. And they're not like she doesn't get the same respect that all these other people do. Granted, it's a, di- a different career, but I just think she really like I mean, just to talk. I don't want to talk about Kathy Griffin, but I will. She really alienated her base. Who who really likes her comedy? What kind of people? Gays. It, some gay guys, but and that's her liberal base. Mm-hmm. But she definitely appeals to the women, um, the ones who like drink vodka in their little tumblers with their initials on it and stuff, and have like the little quilted bags that are popular and stuff. Like those kind of women, they're like, I love Jesus, but I drink a little <laughs> on a shirt. Yeah. So that's her base, too, because they love the snarky gay stuff. They love that stuff. Mm-hmm. That Trump stuff she did really, like, I mean, she's so high up. You got to know that you're going to fuck yourself with that one. Oh, it's so interesting. Well, is is her life happier because she talks about exactly what she wants to talk about? I think it's no, shitty. I think any comic that's money. worried. Well, yeah, but any any comic that's worried about whether or not they're going to alienate their base and they're not thinking about what they want to do and what they think is funny, they're just not being comics anymore they're doing something different I do they're think entertainers that you can get that high hey listen i think that we're not going to solve kathy griffin's problems overnight no we can't you and i certainly we don't won't. know how to fix her Mm-mm. she won't call us back she won't we've tried kathy if you're out there and listening to relationship in your you're los angeles elvisino home um i just want to let you know that we're here for you we still support you no matter what kind of bullshit dumbass stuff you say okay and do you remember that her ex-husband stole all of her money God so I'm just saying it. she's been through horse. Is his name Pablo? Pablos are fucking shitheads. Okay, I think that's racist. I can't be here hey, for that. I'm a I'm Hispanic white. person. No, but I can't witness that. You not can't. Anymore. Not this year. <laughs> I'm not down with racism. Listen, speaking of being funny, in the room, we do have a guest. People are very probably sick of us talking, so we'll add somebody else to the mix. Um, I, uh, Texas funniest person, funniest person in Texas is what's called 2017 which I think isn't a true honor. And somebody that we personally saw uh, go on before Zod at the Improv. So good. And gave us a little shout out on stage, like said our names, Oha and Stacy, And it did feel um, sweet. It was sweet. Sweet, sweet fame. Grady Pruitt. Hello. It's awesome to be here. Hello. I feel like my voice just cracked <laughs> right off I the bat. I was going to say something. <laughs> um, just get, you know, because we were... Fucking talking all before and everything that, and then I just shut up for like ten minutes, I know, and really I lost sorry. my voice at that time. Your car idled, and then it needed yeah. to warm up before you turned it back on. We so have been sitting be. here for almost an hour actually talking yeah. beforehand, um, which is probably wasted. Now that we've all talked out, we don't have anything more to say. The podcast will be great. Yeah, um, Grady, it was really good to see you. I've only ever seen you one other time, and it was. In a small room somewhere. I don't know if it was even secret group. I just remember like seeing your name and seeing you. But that was my first time actually watching your set. Yeah, at the improv. And I did shut you out on stage. And I was telling people earlier, I was like, hey, I'm recording Relationship uh, this upcoming Sunday. And anytime you bring up other comics in the scene or anything like that, people like always have negative things to say. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's somebody who will talk shit. And yeah. Nothing but positive things about y'all too. It, Wait, like, first they knew who we were. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. I just love to hear that people are fans. Um, some of the people like Zod is our our bud. Yeah, um, and we've been very lucky that people have been very supportive of us. Yeah, I've never heard anybody say anything negative about you. 
Oh, that's good. Yeah. 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 I was talking to the regular Keep on digging. Guys. You'll find some shit. <laughs> I bet I Hey, could. if you keep on digging on us, you'll find some shit. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we just told you something off air, but like there's many people who hate us, you know, yeah. or don't think we're funny and just want us to shut our fat Is mouths. there anything worse than finding out? Because I found out this the other day. Somebody that I really liked and respect, they go, hey, did you hear what da 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 said about you? And you go... No, Wait. like it's 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 heartbreaking. I to need hear a cl- that. I have to clarification. Is the person you really respect the one that is telling you what someone said? No, somebody told me that they were talking behind my back and saying Listen, this. Listen, what I'm going to tell you, and it's it, honestly what they said wasn't even major. It wasn't a big deal, mm-hmm. but it's just the fact, like oh, like the fact they said anything negative about me. It's like oh man. Well, context is so much of it. First of all, if somebody's willing to talk about about somebody else to you, they're going to talk about you too. Like, so that's kind of like sketchy. Somebody told you that, but take it with a grain of salt. You weren't there. Maybe they weren't even in the conversation or they're leaving out like a pertinent piece because I have said things about people like I could say, Oh, ha fucked this joke up, you know, and it could be, but you know, we didn't go over it enough times, whatever, blah, 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 blah. But somebody else could just be like, Oh, ha, she said you fucked that joke up. And that sounds like I'm like harsher, right? Like, right. I just think retelling it, they put their own spin on it that makes it sound much worse. And like, if somebody's nice to your face, then be nice to them. Like, (laughs) yeah, you know, just you don't know if somebody's lying to you or not. But if they're nice to you, just be cool, because other people are just gonna like make things worse than they are. Yeah. And if it's somebody you respect, I bet it's somebody really cool. Yeah. You know, hey, that's great advice. They're another good comic in the scene that I like, and I found, yeah. Yeah. Um, But I I feel like I'm too gullible with the thing. Talking about like, if somebody's nice to your face, be nice, and then like, if somebody's nice, I'm like, this person's great, you know. Mm -hmm. And then they find out like, oh, they, you know, like you found out that they they're not genuine and everything. I'm like, well, they seem nice, you know what I mean? Like, I don't pick up. I feel like. Uh, that's actually a trait in me that's not like other comics. Where other comics, like like the roast battles, like people are allowed, people can find like the worst in other people uh-huh. and dig it up. I don't see that. I, I feel like that. I look at other people positively. That's how and I, I am. see that. I'm, yeah, I'm, and like I really don't pick up on other people's negative traits until somebody explains them to me uh-huh. and shows them like, oh, they do have that. But like I, I, I didn't pick up on that. I feel like I'm unobservant in that way. You are so funny. Listen, you are just made of sunshine and they are made of rain. Like you just see the happy parts, which has a benefit, and they see the Dark parts, which has a total benefit. Yeah. You know, you're just the opposite of them. You're the yin. Maybe yin. also, and this is not to... to He's not hardened yet? No, you, you're not hardened <laughs> yet. Like at 23, I was the same. I was very similar in a lot of ways. And I also like prided myself on not being jaded at all and on being like <laughs> optimistic and sort of like not cynical, which I still sort of pride myself on now. But certainly I will say once you get to 30 and you've been in like some long-term relationships that have fucked you and made you older and sadder, then you look at other people and you're like, you know what? That trait reminds me of that time <laughs> when this motherfucker told me that he loved me, but he actually lied about it and fucked my oh, sister. That didn't actually happen. It's the best part of relationships. It is, it is. But there's there's certainly like a, a sense of like once you've suffered enough, you can start like, you can start making associations, baby. Yeah. That memory game. Listen, we don't want to shit on your life. Have you ever had like a long-term relationship? I have been a lifelong single person. A lifelong bachelor. You're 23. Yeah. So it's 
It's true. It could be lifelong. It's just you not- got time, baby. By, by the way, the first 21 years of that were not like my own decision, you know, to be single. Mm. It was I had no idea how to talk to women or anything like that, and I couldn't. Did you try? Like, did you try to get the courage? Were you funny back then? Like, what'd you use? Here's growing up all the way up till I'd say I was like 16. I was like friendly and outgoing and everything like that. And I had a couple of girls that like I was friends with and cool with, but like something happened to me when I was like 16 or 17. And I got like super bad anxiety mm. and everything like that. And I, I almost went into like a shell and it got progressively worse and worse and worse to where like when I was 20 or 21 and I was in college, what I would do is I would, I would go months without talking to anyone. Like, not even, forget about women and stuff like that. Like, I would go go to my class, go home, I'd get, like, a, some beer and just drink. It was the most saddest, depressing thing ever. And what happened was, is I was terrified to have a conversation with someone. Like, it was like, like, I couldn't even, like, muster up the courage to, like, talk. Like, I, I had all these fears of, like, oh, they're judging me, they think I'm horrible, that everyone can see that I'm like, I'm like a loser and everything like that. And so, like, I, I, I couldn't talk to women. You know what I mean? What do you think? What brought you out of that? Uh, stand-up. I had to start doing stand-up. Well, in your mind, like, something had to click. So where did that happen? Where you went from months talking to nobody to being like, I think I should get on stage and make jokes. Um, it was, <laughs> this sounds corny, but it's true. I actually, I, I was listening to podcasts of other comics and it was like, I would hear them talk and I go, I would relate to them mm-hmm. and go, like, Oh, this is, these are the thoughts that I have and everything, but I can't express myself and everything. So I go, I don't know if I'm funny or if I, th- but I was like, I think like comics. So I go, all right, that, and I just became a super nerd fan. I'd watch special after special after special. I was like, all right, I have to do this. And it was like a year of telling myself, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, and I would bitch out every mm-hmm. single time. And then I told my one other friend that I would talk to, and I go, hey, like, I, it was like, it was almost like this accountability partner where I go, I'm doing stand-up this Wednesday. And I told him that. And then it was like, oh, like, he's going to call me on Thursday, and I can't tell him that I bitched out, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I went up that Wednesday and ate shit, of course, you know? I didn't even, I never talked to a microphone before. So I held the microphone down to my side and just started talking out oh loud yeah. on stage. And everyone started yelling at me. They're like, we can't hear you. Speak of the mic. Speak of the mic. And I was like, what? You know? Like, oh, <laughs> he was like, yeah. Oh, no. So then I just, like, I brought it up to my mic, but I didn't restart the joke. I just kept on going. And then my teacher said starburst, you know, but there was no context of it. So, like, I got dead silent, but I walked off, like, super proud of myself. That's I was like, cool. I did, I did stand up. And then the second time, I went up the next night, and this time I talked into the microphone. And I got no laughs, a dead silent. I was like, this time I said the words in hey, the mic. You leveled getting up. Getting better. Getting, getting better. so much better. I love yeah. that you can uh, be so positive to yourself. Like, hey, you know what, Grady, you did a good job. You talked into the mic this time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I love it. Would your. When you told your parents that you were doing stand-up, were they like, of course, you're so funny? Or were they like, what? Um, 
my, my parents are generally supportive people, so like they were cool. I, the, the way I think about it is when you tell people they're doing st- you're doing stand up or anything like an artistic venture or whatever, they go, they go, oh, that's cool, and they think it's neat, but no one believes in you. You know what I mean? Like, go, oh, that's nice. That's cool that you're doing. But in the back of their head, they're like, that's not going to work out. You know? So we come more from like, I don't really, but that's how I got introduced to comedy was through improv. And so I feel like in that scene, I don't know if your family thinks this, but I would go to class and I would, my mom would be like, she's doing improv. She's doing comedy. And so all of my family, all the outer cousin stuff started going, do you have any shows? Are you in shows? Are you like... Who are you opening for? And I'm like, I take a class at a <laughs> shitty little theater. Like, and we're doing a recital. Like, it's not a show or something. So they're just like, oh, big name. They think I hang out with Dave Chappelle or something. <laughs> and they don't know the difference between the two. They just like, oh, you got shows, you know? Yeah. And they hear improv and they think improv, the, the comedy, place like the at. place that you were at, as opposed to like rink a dink improv yeah, shows. Yeah, bars yeah. and everything. Exactly. That, that's, my mom's that actually my mom is a huge fan of comedy like I show her stuff all the time she loves it she eats it up she loves you know Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle and Sarah Silverman she loves all these people but I'll be like she's like so where are you performing and I'll be like boondocks you know and she's like well why don't you go do Conan like she just does it like what at least she knows that Conan is a thing you know what I mean yeah I have I hope one day that you end up on Conan. Like I hope so too. Yeah. yeah, I continually have the opposite problem mm. to you, which is that um, this is something me and Stacy were talking about. I'm, and this is going to sound like I'm jerking myself off, but I'm naturally good at pretty much everything. Okay. But I have yeah. no follow through. Very true. So um, anything that I do, I'm just going to be fifty yeah. percent better Great than anybody that's starts. Absolutely, <laughs> like just really pretty good on the floor. Like, first time I ever went up on stage, I did stand-up for a competition, and then I went three rounds in and wow. won the first three rounds. No. So that the beta or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I went against Kazim, Rahman, and then he won. And I was like, I didn't deserve any of this, so this is fine. <laughs> you know, like, it wasn't... Yeah. Uh, so I wow. I don't feel disappointed, but also there's this sense of, like, then you already start at this level, and then for me it's like, well, to get better than that, you have to do that thing where, like, you fine-tune and you have to actually love what you're doing. Um, yeah. It's almost like, okay, I got the microphone thing down. I'm talking into it. Okay, I'm decently funny, but now the hard work of, like, going, out, like going up three times a night and, like, yeah. doing this thing really consistently, that's where I struggle, can, you know? Can I, like, I was the exact opposite. Yeah. Well, I, I obviously start out horrible when I'm getting laughs. You know how long it took me to get my first laugh on stage? Oh. Four months. Wow. Four months going up. Every single night, multiple times, and it got I got I got used to not getting laughs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I would like it would be sometimes like at a uh, Rudyard's or whatever. It'd be like a packed house, and like I would see all the comics go up before me, like getting laughs, and I would see my name coming up and like, hey, you're up next, and, I'm, and I, I would know like, well, about to ruin this good show. <laughs> like I would know <laughs> I'm about to go up there oh, no. and eat it. But here's what did happen. I got used to bombing and everything like that. And once I did figure out my first joke, like it was like, oh, I say these string of words and a laugh appears at the okay. end. You um, know? Did you record like did you make notes for yourself afterwards? Were you recording it on your phone? How did you remember like what worked? It 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 was like blind courage. 
Like there was no pattern or rhythm or structure. Like there was mm-hmm. no, I wasn't planning. It was just like, if I just keep on going on stage, something will happen. That's you know? amazing. So like I would try out different jokes mm-hmm. and everything like that. And uh, yeah, but once I did figure out like that first joke, then I think things got easier for me. And I'll be it really honest. Up pretty quickly. You broke the seal. You're scaring me right now because there's a sea of unfunny men that will never get funnier. Um, that are like, hey, if Grady did it, I'll get funny. You know what I mean? But they never will. Like yeah, you but did. They'll stop. Like he, like well, either they'll get funny or they won't, and they'll stop doing it. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I just like, um, I was talking recently to somebody who's, she loves her boyfriend very much. And she said, he could do comedy. He could do it. And I was like, don't, no. He's like a a rude, bad guy. I've actually switched my opinion on this. Because when I first started, I go, if you just try really hard and you go up on stage and you keep on doing your work at it, you can get good at comedy and you can figure it out. Now, I've been doing it for a couple of years and I've seen those people and I go, Oh, there's just not that initial funny thing within them. There's some people, no matter what they do, they will never be good. I think it comes down to that thing you said earlier, which was like you were watching comics and you're like, oh, I think like them. Like there was something about the material or something about the way that their thought process worked that you're like, that's like how I think. I think for a lot of people, that's not how their brains are. I don't think necessarily for me, it's exactly how my brain is. But um, I think that the... So the people that are never going to get good, the people that you're like, just keep trying, they don't, they're not even funny themselves. Like, putting a mic in front of me, I don't do stand-up. I don't think I could be funny on a mic, you know, telling jokes. But in a conversation, I think we would laugh. You would, like, see a sense of humor. Those guys, if you talk to them, I bet they have none. They think the stupidest things are funny. Yeah. They think, like, vulgar, like, just stupid, bad jokes are funny. They think the... You eat rice with a chopstick jokes are funny. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's a great but, callback. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you'll you can tell just by talking like, ah, he's he's funny. He's just gotta try. Like he's just gotta work. Would you on date it. that guy? Which guy? The guy that's like trying not funny at all. Like the would you date that girl? Like would you date a Grady a girl that was like unfunny? Just not yeah. funny. Does your girlfriend uh, need to No, make I, you I need to be able to banter. I need to be able to like riff and have a good time. Even if she's necessarily not hilarious, she can at least like laugh at your jokes. (laughs) She (laughs) can at least really want. She can at least stroke my ego (laughs) and Um, make me feel good. You know, I dated. I've dated two comedians seriously, and one of them said to me, um, "I said to I said to him because we would laugh all the time." And then one time I made this like a really good joke. I don't think he laughed. I was like, "I think you only laugh." at my stuff because I'm, you make me laugh. Like, I think you're only laughing at yourself, you know? Like at his own stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And like, you don't actually think I'm funny. You just like that. I think you're funny. I I remember I, I was uh, seeing this girl and I went, I didn't plan on this, but I ended up going to her mom's place. I didn't want to, but like I was always (laughs) stranded and I needed a place to stay. She was like, here, you can come stay at my mom's place. And her mom's boyfriend was there at the time. And she, and she's like, Oh my, or her mom was like, oh, my boyfriend's funny, too. He's hilarious and everything like that. And I'm like, ugh, like, I don't want to hear mm-hmm. this. And then 
So I show up and they're like, oh, we hear you're a comedian. We hear you're like a comic. And I was like, yeah, trying to be. And then he goes, uh, he was a Hispanic guy. He's like, got any Mexican jokes for me? And I was like, <laughs> no, man. No, I don't have any Mexican He's like, well, I got some for you. And I was like, oh, God. So he now set I have himself to like, up. I, I, he tells me a joke. And, you know, like, of course, the punchline is, you know, like, it was the Border Patrol that was following. You know, it's just like, hack. And, and then hack. like, and then like his her mom like started laughing and I just stare at him and he's like, wasn't that funny? And I was, I, I literally, I, I came off like a psychopath, but I was like, I'm not going to laugh at that. <laughs> like, no. I just told him, I'm like, I'm not, it's not good. The like, girlfriend's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, what are you supposed to do in that situation? Just like appease everybody and go, <laughs> what painful. do you do? If straight, like, so when strangers know, like your mom's friends, other things like that, when they know you do comedy, how do they act? My boss um, asks me to tell jokes, and then if there's somebody else in my office that like tells a joke, she'll be like, <laughs> "You should be the comedian uh-huh. to other people in my office that aren't me." The uh, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. The um, I d- if I tell people I do comedy, or if they find out, you know, other people tell them, or that I'm a hairstylist, I get it all the time. People want to just talk about, "Hey, what about this? You can have this for free," or "What would you do to my hair?" If you tell them you do something st- like stupid. Like if you tell them you work at Potbelly, like you do, but that's not, yeah. not that that's <laughs> stupid. But what I mean is that's like they're not gonna follow up. Like, oh, how yeah. do you do, tell me about your sandwiches? Do you prefer a ham or a turkey? Right? You know, yeah. <laughs> like you what? guys are expensive. Like yeah. they're not gonna talk about that. So if you do stand up, they're like, oh, wow, okay, I could do that. What? Listen to me. You know, they want you to like give them free stuff, you know? Yeah. Free jokes. It, it's free. one of the few jobs where, like, people... Because, like, if I see, like, um, like a musician, like someone playing the guitar, I go, oh, I can't do that. That's really cool that he can. But, like, people see you just talking into a microphone, like, oh, I could do that. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? You should imagine dating. Like, every <laughs> guy, like, on online is like, I could be funny, too. Like, oh, yeah, I'm funny. Yeah. You know what it is? Yeah. The people, because obviously I have met, like, it's obvious. Like, you met really funny people that mm-hmm. aren't doing comedy. And you go, like, wow, you could do something. Like you, Stacey, you could do something. You meet That's these people. But then none of them have, they're like, no, I don't want to do that. I couldn't do that. You know, and everything. And it's like, oh, but, you know. That's actually the people that really could do it don't view themselves as that. Hey, I believe that about everything. I think that like really smart people would never say that they're really smart. And so the people that are like, I'm really intelligent or I'm really smart. I'm like, no, you're not. Um, or I've said this before, people that are like, I'm gonna make you come. I'm like, no, you're not. You know, it's I mean? a lie. You're um, a big fat liar. Yeah, big fat liar. If you like say it, then you aren't it. Hey, why did they say big fat liar? Ooh, do you think that the term comes from like uh, a big fat guy ate something, and they were like, "Did you take the meatball?" And he's like, "No." And you big fat liar! In a, a fat, any lie. Yeah, you're right. It's because fat people steal food. Yes, and like rage eat in their closet. <laughs> Just like, you can't hurt me, <laughs> sorry. Dad. We got off topic. Have you ever <laughs> fucked a fat girl? Um, no, I have not. But that's not. You, oh man, that's not because <laughs> I'm not against it. Wait, you said because I'm not, not against it. You're not you, against you know what it is. The... You know what it is. I've tried. <laughs> I've tried, oh, and they've tried. all rejected me. Oh. They're like, no. Yeah. I find that hard to believe. If you um, go, oh. at least somebody who's like a little smart. If you can make them laugh, I bet anybody would like any fat girl would fuck you. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, 
this Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Hey, I'm with you. Cousin of yours, hey, I'm that, with but like, so. Hey, but you said you said you didn't start dating until you were 21. So that's two years ago. Yeah, it happened late. You for didn't me. start dating. Oh, and yes, you did say that earlier. So who was the first person that you dated? Um, D- not obviously. Don't say us her name. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, just tell us how you actually like got into it, like from yeah. nothing to you something. Mean dated or like lost my virginity? Both. Oh, baby. did you lose your virginity first or date first? Lost my virginity first. Let's hear about the virginity. Um, I actually, I, man, this feels embarrassing to say. I didn't lose my virginity until I was twenty-one, which is late. You know, it is late. Were yeah. you religious? No, I was. No, he went into a shell of himself. Just at his heart. Un- oh, that's right. Yeah. So that whole thing you were saying, yeah. Yeah, I, I had a couple of times where I look back on it, and I could have lost virginity when I was like fifteen or sixteen. Like a girl in my class that like I would make laugh, and she invited me over. And I remember one time I was like, we were literally both. I was in my boxers, and she was like in her bra and pants, we were laying on her bed, and I was so nervous. I couldn't even make a move. <laughs> oh my I was God, just crazy. like, all right, <laughs> just lay like here. hot, waiting for it. She's like, come and, on. And, and you know what the most crazy thing is? I had a huge crush on her. I wanted nothing more to have sex Brady. with her. But I just couldn't. Like a little 16-year-old boner going on? Yeah, but I was just like, and she I was just frozen in fear hey, and everything. I know like this that. is inappropriate, but that's like anti, it's like, that's anti all of the urges. That's like that's what civilization has done to us. You know what I mean? Like sterilized. Yeah, yeah sterilized. Like, no, no. There's yeah. tits right next to you. You've never gotten to touch one, and you're just like you're just naked. Like, You've got a crush on her. Like all of the talk elements about the weather. Are there. And by the way, it was the biggest turnoff for her. Obviously, ever since like from that moment, anytime we'd see each other in the class, or whatever, it was just like. It was not. It was very clammed up. She probably felt rejected. Yeah. 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 Listen. And and of course, I I didn't have like the social maturity to explain that to her. You should Um, write her on Facebook. Let's call her. (laughs) Oh, she's she's happily dating someone for like years now. Um, (laughs) Yeah. I mean, just what a nice message that we get. Hey, I just want to let you know one of my biggest regrets is being 15 and not touching you with my boner. (laughs) (laughs) I just told the story to somebody the other day. But when I was 14, I touched a boy's penis. Um, and then I didn't touch a penis until I was 18. So yeah. then I was religious. So when I was 14, um, this I, I touched this boy's penis, and I was like, I'm not that kind of girl. I don't know why I said that, but I was 14. And so I saw him maybe two years ago on Facebook, and I wrote him a message like, oh, my God, like, it's so weird to see, you know, because I had moved away from the high school that we had went to. And he goes, and I put, I touched your penis in there. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, I'm sorry, I don't remember you at all. <laughs> he didn't remember me at all. Wow. I touched his penis, and he was 16. And you don't remember who touches your penis? How do you not? I get but that. A part of me thinks, like, if you're getting laid like consistently when you're like 15 or six, like if you're a guy, like you're getting, that's almost disgusting. You're getting <laughs> feels pussy disgusting. at that age. It's like, man, I feel like you're setting yourself up for like a disappointment later on. Like you already have it too good, too young, you know? Maybe. Like, yeah, it's a delay that. It's like if you've been having brownies your whole life, if you have a brownie at 30, it's not going to be that delicious. It's just going to be another fucking brownie, you know? I don't think I agree with that at all. I think a brownie <laughs> that I had as a kid was fucking delicious, and the brownies I eat today are fucking delicious. I get that. 
I don't shit on food that through the years, like it, it still Okay, my metaphor goodness. was wrong for us. But I did a wrong metaphor. Sex, <laughs> sex can only get better for the girl. Like when we lose our virginity, it, it's one way. It's probably not very good. Very rarely does like a guy try really, because y'all are both probably around the same experience yeah. um, level. It only gets better for us as we get older. It's true. I bet, you know what, I bet that if you had um, jammed your boner into her, um, I'm going to call it that, uh-huh. um, that it would have been... That's sensual. That's a good yeah, way yeah, to put Jammed it. her boner into her. is what you want to be when you That's talk about 16-year-olds. Yeah, exactly. Keep going. Uh. Jam that boner in there. Uh-huh. Um, sh- you would have, like, humped a little bit, and then you would have came, it would have been over. Um, she would have not really probably gotten her rocks off. And then no. y'all have been like, we did it. We had sex. But really, um, at that age, you just have no idea of what you're supposed to be doing to uh, the other person. You're horrible. Your yeah. first time, you were 21, so you're a little bit older. Was it bad? Yeah. It was yeah. real bad. Real it bad. was still bad. Uh, yeah. Even at 21. <laughs> you know what's so funny? It's like, I was like, because it's like I've watched enough porn. I was like, I'll, I'll fuck like this. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but it was not. Guys think that. Yeah. Guys in their not, 30s think that. You know, you know what it is? I, because at 21, at that point, you're so used to not getting laid mm-hmm. that like when it does happen, you're like, what? You know, like it's, in, you know, yeah. what happened was, is I actually got laid from doing stand up. Oh, good, good job. After a show, um, a girl and her friends came up to me and like, oh, you're really funny. We liked you. And then she, this one particular girl just immediately like shoot her friends off, They're like leave and everything like that. With and a then, look. I like her. <laughs> and then I'm still so naive. I'm like, what a fan. <laughs> like, I had a great set, you know, like. <laughs> what a fan. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I still was not picking up on anything. And then she was like, hey, do you want to go to another bar? And I was like, yeah, sounds good. Let's, let's do that. And then as uh, we get in my car and she starts, um, I've never had like a girl be like this aggressive. She starts immediately talking about sex. And everything like that. Mm-hmm. So talking about like her favorite sexual positions and everything like that. And I wow. And yeah, it's pretty ballsy. Yeah, I and, like it. And I just start lying. I'm like, I like it with this. <laughs> you know, I just like, like <laughs> because when you're 21, you, I don't want to admit to this girl like you're. You I'm don't a even it's not the right time. It's not the right time. Yeah, yeah. because you know, at 21, I, there's a certain age where you're supposed to start having sex, and it's supposed to happen before. Like at that point, you're like you're virgin. Like, what are you like fucking Amish? You know, like why are you not? I know a lot fucking, of people, and I have a couple friends you know? that lost it even later. Like a yeah. couple of guys that well, like when they finally admit it. So I mean, you're not alone at yeah. all about the 21 thing. No, but no, definitely in the way that like talking about it would have seemed but, stressful for you, especially at that moment. And I remember being 19. So I lost my virginity at 19, and I at the point the the reason I lost it, I made a decision to do it because I was the only virgin I knew. Everybody right. else, that, was, and that, I was. That's 19. what makes it so worse. You feel like you're alone. But now I look back and I'm like, oh fuck it, who cares? Yeah, but, but it's because you've had it. It's because you've done it. Yeah, if but you I'm had saying, it. I don't feel any shame by saying I'm 19. Like uh, most people lost it before me, but and at the time I was like, I'm the only virgin in the fucking world. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Because all of my friends mm-hmm. were getting laid. All of my guy friends, all of my friends that were women, like they all were getting laid throughout high school. And then I look at myself and I'm like, I. And the most unfuckable. It's like me and the guy that eats his boogers at lunch. <laughs> me and him are the only two people not I having just think sex. Some yeah. people bloom later in life. Yeah. 
Okay, so wait, so she's talk she's at, she's like Oh yeah, you're in the car talking, talking about, about sexual sex. positions. Yeah, you're yeah. lying about your favorite sexual positions. Yeah, I, I'm like, I yeah. I like it when a girl bends out like <laughs> I don't know what to say, you know. <laughs> Y'all are cyber sexy, but you're there. Yes. Yeah. Were you And like, by the way, this is another thing. This is what I'm talking about, like I thought this girl was way out of my league. She's like, oh, really good looking. You know what I mean? So it's like, what the fuck is she? Does she, does she know how much of That's a loser fine. I am? Mm-hmm. You know? Was she your age? She was actually a couple years younger. I was okay. 21. She was like 19 she or something like that. Um, she was ready. Okay, so did you know at that point, I'm going to fuck her? Um, still, oh, yeah. I was just like... <laughs> Like, it was like, what an interesting conversation about <laughs> sex. Wow. And I'm like, I'm still like not. And we go to this, or she leads me to this bar, and the bar's not there. The bar, like, it's, we're like, we're walking around, we can't find okay, it. Okay, see, this is, if She's the roles 19. were reversed, I would be in very high alert. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, she said, that he said there was a bar. There's not a bar here. Mm-hmm. Why are we in his car? He just talked to me about what he'd like to do. Like, see, this is sexism. She was, yeah. she was into it, so tell me. And, by the way, she's talking about, like, intense sex. She's talking about, like, getting, like, branded and shit like that. She's talking about, like, <laughs> weird, bizarre Is shit. Is she by any chance in, like, steampunk or gothy or ravey clothes? Um, like she, she, she had a little bit of, like, a goth punk vibe yeah. to yeah. her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit of that. Um, but anyway, so, at this, at, at this point, like, we've been talking about sex so long, then I just throw out the idea. I was like, hey, do you just want to go have sex? And then she's like, yes, let's do it. Like, she was like, about fucking. About I've been talking time. about fucking for the last 15 minutes. <laughs> like, she's like running out of things are in her you? own head. And she was a college student. She's like, we can't go back to my dorm or anything like that. Like, they have, like, rules. You can't bring guys mm-hmm. back there. And I'm like, oh, well, like, I live with my fucking dad. <laughs> I can't go back to my place. <laughs> oh, my God, those problems. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're like, so now I'm like, I'm like. You were like fucking like a gazebo. <laughs> like I'm trying to like let's do it like public or something like that. She's like, oh no, I don't want to do that. Like a movie theater. Like I'm trying to think. She's like, I'm like, what about my car? Like we do my car. She's like, yeah, that sounds good. So like I just find like a dark alley. And this girl was professional. She had condoms. Like she was ready to wow. go. You know oh. what I mean? And so we fucked in the back of my car. And I think at this point she had to realize, oh, this guy does not know what he's doing at all. Um, and it was. We fucked. I, I was actually able to like maintain an erection, luckily, and um, I don't know. I, I I just felt like the biggest. I finally got the monkey off my shoulder, whatever, you yeah. know. And then I texted her. She gave me your number. She didn't give me your last name. She just gave me your number, and I texted her like a couple days later. She didn't text me back. I was like, all right, well, I guess that was over, you know. But in the same, she sounded like she knew what she was going for. Yeah. yeah. In the same, and by the way, she like. She kept on referring, like, she was like, oh, yeah, I had, like, sex earlier today from a Tinder hookup. She's like, I'll probably go to, like, a party tonight and hook up. Like, she was, like, she was crazy. She was ready to hook up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But in the same way, you know, it took me, like, four months before I got my first laugh on stage. Yeah. But then it rolled. Like, oh, I figured out how to do it. And then I could kind of repeat it. And then things started happening. The same thing happened when I got laid. Even though it took me so long until I was 21 I was, it was like almost like, oh, I know how to do this now. And then I got real comfortable talking to women at bars or after shows or just anywhere. And then I actually started getting laid pretty consistently. Like I got, it took me 21 years to get laid, but then two weeks later I got laid again mm-hmm. from that. When you started getting laughs, I think maybe later down the line, like 
if you like keep doing this for a long time, your therapist is going to have to like unclog the funny and like fucking thing because you're just going to get more ass and more ass and more ass. And then what happens when it all goes away? What happens when it it won't? You never want the laughs or the ass to go away. You never (laughs) want that. You want an unending fountain stream of Of it all. Yeah. I just imagine like the boulder that gains like size in the cartoon as it goes down the mountain. That's you know a good I mean? way to grow. That's like his fucking and his laughs. Yeah. <laughs> it's just gaining. <laughs> yeah. Just bigger oh. and more speed. What did you feel? I mean, definitely the confidence thing. Like, people always say that. It's like, oh, well, you just have to be confident and then you'll get the the people or the people to fuck yeah. you. But there's something else, too. Like, there's a... And I don't uh, know if you... There's something about that interaction when you're flirting with somebody. It's very much... Like you just have to be kind of in tune. It is a confidence, but it's also mixed in with, like, n- kind of, like, understanding that social interaction. Mm-hmm. And if you've never done it before, you've never felt that, like flirting sensation it's hard to imagine it for yourself but once you do it like once something just kind of sparks and you're like oh fuck you you know like i can get into that mode yeah yeah do you still find that is it like sometimes a huge windfall of pussy or is it sometimes like a drought most here's most of the time when i get laid it's like i almost fall i feel like i fall ass backwards into it that, that's what I'm saying. You're like, have you ever hooked up with a fetch? He's like, I've tried. Uh-huh. It doesn't work out. Like, it's like when I'm like, oh, I want to have sex with this. And I, like, I go, and I try to make it happen. It doesn't work. It's when accidentally I've been hanging out with a girl for a couple of days not thinking about her. She's like really hot. But I'm like, I'm like oh, this girl's not going to have sex with me mm-hmm. or whatever. And then it's like we're back at her place. I'm like, oh, sh-. like I backed my ass into this somehow. I don't know what the fuck happened. Casual. You know I mean? Like yeah. it's it's not happening on purpose. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like once I really try to make it happen. It's why um like I've gone on dates with girls that I've really liked, you know? And most of the time I don't necessarily get uh I guess catch feelings or get a connection really easily. How do you say Catch feelings. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's how it sounds. But like, uh, there's a, you know, this is a weird thing. Like, I had like three conversation with this girl. We hardly know each other, and I have the biggest crush on her. Yeah. You know, and like I go out with her and everything like that, and it just nothing happens. It's a stalemate. She don't want to see me again. She stops responding to my texts, and it's like fuck. You know, mm-hmm. it's and I feel like it's a thing. Like sh- they can like women can like sense like oh this guy is into me, and then that's almost like. I think it, it depends. Know, it's maybe gonna, I'm wrong. No, but yeah. I mean, think about how you feel about women. Sometimes you can be fine with somebody, but then when they're like, oh, I have a crush on you, you're like, uh, no. It's because you weren't ready or you just hadn't envisioned. Yeah, it's like, it can be a weird thing. But, I mean, you said you like banter, right? You like somebody who can text you. Were we talking about that? Right? Make you laugh? What were we talking yeah, about? Yeah, he said he, he needed the banter. He wanted yeah, the... Yeah, you want the, like, talk. Some It's just going to work like that with some people and with some people... You're going to be like, they're hot. We should go out. But you don't really feel that. So they don't either. They just don't text you. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. If she felt it back and you had that banter, yeah. she'd be texting you back. Yeah. And like, but, but no, no, th- like that's know. not, that's not why I'm saying why I liked her. They're not just because I liked her because, oh, this girl's like really like she's fun to talk to. I love talking to her. We have great conversation and she's really smart and she, I feel like she's a down to earth, like good person and everything like that. But then I feel like they can kind of. Like, there's something where, like, if I show real, like, initiative and, like, oh, I like this girl, like, it seems to chase him away a little bit. What about the girls that you fall ass backwards into fucking? Like, 
are those people that like you could maybe want to go on a date with? Like, what is that like? Are you not like oh? What there are her? people that I obviously like. I'm not. There are people that I like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. I love hanging out with them. They're fun, but for whatever reason, you don't feel that real connection of like oh, this is somebody I want to date and be like. It's just somebody like oh, this is fun talking to them. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. It's. I like think you, maybe you, it just hasn't struck yet. You know what I mean? The match oh. hasn't struck. Because there's like a definitive lined, person. Where we both lined up. 100%. There's somebody who you're going to like meet and be like, oh, fuck yes. Like, I really like this person. And they're going to be so excited about your excitement towards them. They're going to be like, this is fucking Yeah, it's cool. going to mesh. Do you like girls often? No. No, it's hard for you to like a girl? No, to like really strike where it's like, I want to date this girl I want to yeah. be with her no that doesn't happen very often like I want to go I want to go on a date with that girl is that easy for you or harder um just, well I guess going on a date that, that, that that's not like there doesn't have to be a huge connection to do that right I guess I, that, I guess that's what I'm asking if you need a real connection or if you're just like line them up yeah no, there's nothing bad with lining no, them up by the way nothing. it's just a I, question of like uh, of what your kind of preference is yeah so what I'm saying is like um, so my sister always had a boyfriend, always just could find many guys that she liked me. I've had three because it's just, I just will go a year and not like any guy Yeah, because they're not funny because I don't click like, you know, but some people are like, I'm going to go on 50 dates this year. I'm going to make myself do it, you know, and it's not hard for them to like, like, okay, dudes. no, I, no. All right. You put it that way. No, I'm definitely more like you. I, I don't go on a little like harder. A, yeah. It's hard. Me out too. There. Um, yeah, maybe not 19-year-olds, though. Maybe go a little around Yeah, I think that if you found, like, 25, 26, maybe even 27. Well, he's only 23. Well, I know, but still, it doesn't matter. Uh, well, most every other girl that I've either hooked up with or just talked to and dated for a little bit, they've either been my age or older. It's just, for whatever reason, I happen to lose my virginity to a younger girl. You think he would go good with an older? I think so. Well, I think comedians in general, it's just something about the way that they observe. Radu's dating somebody that's older yeah. than him. You know, it's there's something about how observational you are about social situations and stuff that um, people who aren't comedians get to later in life. Mm-hmm. Um, like, especially women, when they're getting to 27 or 28, like, they're just hyper observant of people's yeah. behavior and like how what their place is in the social situation so they might click more you'll click more cuz they just even though they're not comedians they're not coming from it in a funny angle they just get what you're talking about mm-hmm. and um i think that sounds really fun though i mean honestly there's no date younger date older it doesn't fucking matter yeah no it makes sense to date cuz even all of my friends guy friends they're all in their thirties. Yeah, <laughs> like everyone I hang out with is in their thirties, and then I'm fucking twenty three. Oh, how would you? Except date for a, Radu. Yeah, would you date a twenty three year old? At this age in your life, would you date a twenty three year old? That's basically like nine years younger than me. Uh-huh. It doesn't feel good, right? I mean, I think I think maybe yeah, but it would have to, uh, yeah. Uh, what are we calling a typical 23-year-old? Very just likely no. Like, yeah, likely no. Okay, this guy messaged me. I just forgot this. But 23, I just don't interact with a lot of 23-year-olds. This guy messaged me the other day on Facebook, just a friend, um, funny guy. I don't know how old he is, but I don't talk to him that often. So he messages me, and then I kind of get the feeling he's being like loose with it or something. You know, like, with so his I dick? Can, I can tell Flirtatious? He's, he's like starting to flirt. He said it was his birthday, and he turned 23. That's a joke. I told him how old I was. I was like, you're out here flirting with me. I'm 34 almost. 
He's like, what the fuck? I don't, I wouldn't date him at all. Yeah, I think that there's like some 23-year-olds out there who've got some stuff to tell you and to talk to you about. Oh, no. 100%. Yeah. Damn. I dated a 26-year-old last time and it didn't turn out well. No, but what if... Okay, well, I guess we're talking about the difference between dating and like fucking somebody. You would fuck a 23-year-old, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, in a heartbeat. Okay. I fucked a 23-year-old, but it was three years ago. And he fucked me for 30 minutes and he was like, I'm just getting started. And I... Was like no, <laughs> get out. I'm too old what do y'all this. think? For y'all, what's the ideal amount of time? Listen, it's just like thirty minutes of like pounding my it's vagina. Painful. Rock. I'm ready to go. Like thirty minutes. Let's go. You know, let's finish. Yeah. This. Let's wrap it up. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, on my face, please. <laughs> yeah. I would say like fifteen to twenty. I think thirty. Like if Good. you really enjoy, I didn't know him very well. Maybe like, twenty is fine. Yeah. Yeah, just um, it was too long. Like, yeah. who has the time? And maybe I mean I know we've talked about this before, but people are like, we fucked all night long, and I'm like, how? Has anything Why? ever sounded worse? Why did you do that <laughs> to somebody? Fucked all night long. Oh my god, I will call the police for you. He did that to you. No, it doesn't make any sense. And they brag about it, like like you've exfoliated at least three layers off of your dick and your pussy. When your vagina like looks like a donut. When yeah. you fucked too hard. It's painful. No, it does that. It like swells up just like your mic pop stand, <laughs> oh, and it no. just looks like somebody's pushing a donut through your vagina. It's not right. It's not oh. right. I get like a 15, 20 minutes, couple hours of a break if they have it in them. Do it again. Take some breaks. Is that what people mean when they? It, is that what people mean? I yeah. love an after fuck. I love Do you like, fuck and then fuck? Yeah. Wow. That's young good. Youngin. See, he's young. got to take advantage of it. He's got to fuck and then Listen, fuck as much as he can. It doesn't happen as much at our age. No. And if, you know, and if the whiskey dick thing is true, which it is, then, you know, it just gets harder and harder and harder to Most maintain Most every a, time I've had sex, it's been while I was drunk. Yeah. Most mm. times. And that won't that won't continue, I think. I think if, if the older you get, if you continue, if when you drink and you try to have a boner, it's it's very hard. I've been, I mean, I remember my early 20s, I was drunk every time I had sex. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was, it was definitely like, that's how you met people and how you kind of yeah. like loosened up and shit. How do you meet <laughs> girls now? Is it all at shows? Um, if yeah, it, it it's either at shows or at bars. You know what I mean? At a bar after a show uh-huh. and stuff. But um, usually the girls like you're funny, and you're just like, well, they don't on. talk like that. <laughs> they go <laughs> the hey, worst voice hey, in the world. Funny. That's how we. That's that's the catalog you're for all high, women. Funny, you're funny. If she was talking about me, she'd talk like that. Oh my God, like you're that. so funny. <laughs> it was like, I was thinking it, and then you said it. Oh my God. <laughs> I do That's love... That's so true. What's yeah. up with airports, right? <laughs> <laughs> I do love that, yeah. like, when you're on stage, you get, like, a platform to, like... to. It's almost like a talent show. Like, well, you if you like, always met women at a talent show where you're doing the best thing that you can do... It's like a talent you know? fuck. He's, like, spreading his talent jizz on everybody. So all the go. girls are like, wow. And it is a wide net, because everybody's... so there. gross. <laughs> it's hey, a wide- listen, just imagine, like, your dick going, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> all across, like, spreading joy. Not HS... What's the thing? HP. HSPVA? <laughs> <laughs> it's the high school. <laughs> 
<laughs> the high school for performing arts and STDs. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is. Those weirdos. Those, I bet those teens are so liberal with their bodies. I bet that they have the highest incidence. By the way, I, I was walking around because after my set at Avant this past Thursday, I had a terrible set and I was, I was getting heckled throughout my set and I got oh. mad at the crowd and then I was like, fuck this. And I just went and I walked around. And that high school is back there. It's actually not close, but I just walked for a long time. And they had the coolest quote on there because um, uh, Stephanie Whittles, I believe, wor- works there. Mm-hmm. So they have a Harris Whittles quote up there. Mm-hmm. And it's like everything is horrible and wonderful at the same time. And they have that quote on their like high school like mm. little so billboard or whatever. Harris on it actually went there, too. Harris went oh, to yeah. PBA. Yeah. Everything is horrible and wonderful, and we're all figuring it out. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know it better than me. Okay, so I, you said you were telling us earlier about the podcast thing, how you started listening to podcasts. And yeah. You really, like, found yourself. So I listen to podcasts also. Yeah. That's just how I connected. I love comedy, and I can hear all these people that I love. Um, but Harris, I like knew about Harris back then. But yeah, he said that on some podcasts back in the day. Yeah. It is really, it's a good, wonderful thing to think about. Yeah. But HSPV, so um, any hot babes around there? Is that what you were doing, Scout? No, but I, no. Just kidding. <laughs> tried to hey. trick you. I, 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 I was trying to do it for the cops listening. I was walking around there, and I noticed, like, it was like a, this seems like from like a bad movie, but like I was uh, walking on like a dark street, and like I turn around, and there's this guy, and he has a hoodie on. Mm-hmm. And like he has his hoodie like pulled over his eyes like this. His hoodie pulled all. I'm not talking to the mic. Uh, <laughs> Just like hoodie, your first time doing stand. Yeah. <laughs> his hoodie's his hoodie's pulled like over his eyes, and he's like following me with his head down. I'm like, oh my god, it's kind of fucking weird. And then it's like I keep on walking. He's following me for like block after block after block. I'm like, what the fuck? So I turn left, and then and then I don't see him when I turn left. But then I keep on walking and then i think he like cut me off oh, like yeah. he went down another street oh, God. and then he like it, i turn around like 15 minutes later and he's right behind me again and i'm like what the fuck and at this point i start jogging like i start jogging and like west alabama is like three or four blocks away so i jogged to west alabama and then and then i was about to call a comic like yo come pick me up right now like what the fuck is going on but then, like, I looked around. I was like, he's not there. So I was like, all right, I think I can make it. And then I just jogged back to Avant Garden. But I was like, yo, what the fuck was that, man? That's Jesus scary. Christ. Like, I at that point, this was end really at that scary. point, it was like 40 or 45 minutes from when I first saw him to then we're like, we met up again. What time of day? It was after Avant. So it was probably like 1130 at night. Fuck close to midnight. Me, Grady, you're yeah. going to get killed out here. Yeah. That's scary. Don't walk around at night. Like, and I was also listening to like a serial podcast. It's <laughs> 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 about like a no. murder mystery. <laughs> there wasn't anybody. It's just like somebody with their dog and yeah. they're trying to get. Oh my gosh, I'm so sad. Grady, this was so fun to have you on. It felt like we've been sitting here for two two minutes. Oh it's shit, true. was that it? It's an hour. It's in an hour. Holy, f- I feel like I didn't talk at all. No, no, did we're you, sorry. Did yeah. we talk too much? You know what? Let's go like ten more minutes. I, I listen. Y'all do. You're right. Let's do it. I just have to go to the bathroom. I've been waiting <laughs> okay, for go, like go. 10, 15 minutes. Go pee. Okay, so wait, Grady. So I have another question, and this is more about the back to the fucking thing. So when you, uh, like lately, have you been doing like a pretty good job with begging girls? Like, 
in your what have you learned really in the sexual part? Well, right now I've been having sex with the same girl pretty consistently. Yeah. Congratulations. But we're not dating. You just are, this is like a kind of a friends with benefits situation. Yeah, I guess that's how you would, we never labeled it or whatever. We just continue to to hang out and have a good time and have sex at the end of the night. And it's perfect. I think we both like each other, but are not like into each other, if that makes sense. That's perfect. Yeah. You know, we both like hanging out, but, and I also, I told her like, I plan on moving. It's like, we both have this. We're not, this isn't a committed sort of thing. So let's just hang out and have You're a good Mr. time. You're Mr. Right Now. Yeah. Do you, I like Mr. Right Nows. I think those are fun too. And this is the first time I've really had to, ha- like, I got to have sex with a girl like 20, 30 times. You know, and, like we continue. So then now I feel like I'm like figuring out. Have y'all had sex out. 20 to 30 times? Yeah. That's pretty amazing. Are you guys now, because what happens when you've had sex with somebody for a while is you get more comfortable, so you start, like, experimenting or you start, like, asking for things that you want that maybe yeah. you wouldn't have asked somebody before, um, yeah. especially if you're in, we like, a friendship. We got into some weird shit. They've gone into, he fucked the same girl 20 or 30 times while you were in the bathroom. While I was in the bathroom. Yeah. Wait, um, are y- y'all are dating? Or no. no, no, no. That, that, that's, I, I guess... Oh, like friends with benefits. I guess that's uh-huh. how you would describe it. We never like labeled it that way. We just been like she just was casually fucking the same yeah. person. She yeah. doesn't like text you every day. Y'all don't text every day. I'd say we text most. Maybe like in a week we'll text three or four times. Okay, okay. like three four days. You mm. know, the sex is good. I love it. Y'all, well, obviously good. she's coming back. That's nice. I yeah. mean, that's like it's not a relationship, but it's like it's a really relationship. nice. Yeah. yeah, sort of like she's your friend. You you talk to her outside of sex, or has it always been just sex? No, yeah. Sometimes we just hang out, and yeah. we end up not actually. Some sometimes I get way too fucking drunk, and we go back to her place. Like I can't have sex right now. <laughs> you know, like sometimes that happens. Yeah. Um, but no, but sometimes we just we'll just go out and, uh, you know, go to a show or something like that, and then just mm-hmm. leave. We'll each go our separate ways or whatever, and not have sex. But most times we end up having sex. But. Uh, with this because you're saying like you start doing more weirder kinky shit, we started doing this. This is fun. We'll go. And I try to write a joke about this. We'll go have sex, like at a golf course at night. Like we'll sneak out mm. and like go to a golf course, and that was like really fucking fun. Just to like, oh, we're like we shouldn't be doing this. Like it's out in public uh-huh. and everything. You That's like fun. public sex? And there's like sprinklers and in, in the background and everything. I just like, had this image of that. like. Uh, like just a little uh, a Passover of Grady's like um, hoisting white butt with just sprinkled like sprinkling <laughs> water just indented on his butt. It's like a sand trap behind. Him. Yeah, it's so Fucking beautiful. It's well lit, but also dim. Um, wait, you're that's like your thing is public sex. I don't know because he said it twice. Like to lose his virginity, he's like, let's go to a gazebo. Hey, maybe it is courses. in there. Maybe yeah. you should start fucking in different public. I mean, you have to be careful. Like, be very careful. But yeah. like, let's go to the aquarium. Sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sure Get the, the water wet. You know. Yeah. Oh no, no water. Okay. Yeah. yeah don't no, fucking water. Just let me tell you that. Don't fucking. Pool I can't. Water. I can't imagine that working. I don't fuck in the ocean. Well, don't fucking pool work water. anywhere. But it's too it's much. Not good. Too for much you. wet. No. Well, you pump water into the woman's vagina. You're douching her when vagina. You're douching your her vagina if you fucking water. 
Yeah. And afterwards, it doesn't feel good. Mm-mm, not for her. Oh, okay. No. Just, you know, this is some solid advice. Yeah. Don't look at us dick when you say that. No. <laughs> this is some advice. <laughs> this is some advice for your thing. Although this time, she did not give me the little knee She's slap. She's been touching. Yeah. <laughs> <time with me. laughs> Everyone should know that you've been touching his knee all day. I can't help it. Yeah. It's right there. She has a crush. It literally has cat hair on it. Okay. I leave it everywhere I go. She's obsessed with your knee. That's her yeah. thing. It's little knees. Because mm-hmm. they do look like faces sometimes. And she wants to fuck that face. I want to fuck somebody's kneecap knee face. Yeah. <laughs> knee fucking. <laughs> would y'all do it? I would. Yeah. yeah fucking try kneecap. it. Yeah, you you got to. F- you know what? I, I go by your advice, Stacey, mm-hmm. which is to just do everything at least <laughs> twice. I've dry humped a thigh. I want to fuck a knee. <laughs> I remember I was listening to one of y'all's podcasts. I think it was Stacey. You were talking about it like guys like titty fucking. Yeah. And they're like. You think that's like a thing from porn, but like, oh yeah, you like that? You're like, no, like I feel nothing <laughs> from titty fucking. So, but you do. I, I've never titty fucked. No. Oh, um, listen, I think I'm right about that, right? Like, guys like it, and girls are just like, okay. Well, yeah, because there's what no helps you. feels nothing right there. Like, there's no. But do but do you feel like a sense of like arousement knowing that they're getting off? Yes, and you that's know? yes. And that's why I do it. Like, yeah. That a hundred percent. That's what other people should think. You know. Yeah. You should want to be turned on by how turned on they are, and yeah. how you make them feel should make you hot, right? Because yeah, because I talk to some of the guys like I don't go down on a girl, and I'm like, what? Give you me know? a list of their names like, so I can warn everybody. For real, like to me, that's insane. That's you the know? feminist Paul Revere running into town, <laughs> being like, Jacob doesn't eat pussy, like. Yeah. No girl goes near Wanted, Jacob. dead or alive. Yeah. Just posters of their faces everywhere. Hey, you should you should go down on a girl. Like it's just normal to want to like make them feel good. Yeah. yeah. You wanna but c- can I say this though? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing there <laughs> at all. Like what well, well, you bit. can ask somebody. My friend told me one time she had a roommate that she fucked sometime just when they were bored. And regularly but not all the time they just text each other from their different floors and like meet up in somebody's room and one time she just explained to him exactly how to eat a pussy she was like i just opened my legs we got a mirror we went through it and stuff like that she said he gave her the best orgasm of her life that night the the courage to just teach a guy yeah okay let's get down no ego here let's just learn how to eat pussy like yeah. medically you know yeah like clinically all of well, clinically, medically. You want to make it like a sexy clinic. Yeah, sexy. And, 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 and you know what it is? Like, because, you know, like, I feel pretty comfortable with this girl. So I'll be like, like, I'll ask her, like, is that good? You know, like, is mm-hmm. we happy? Like, is, is everything going well? And I feel like they don't want to say no and correct you because they don't want to feel like, like, almost offending you mm-hmm. or whatever. Be like, no, like, let me know if there is something I could be yeah. doing differently or better or whatever. But there's that weird, like, you know, like, you don't want to, like, Okay, when when she's going down on you, do you feel comfortable to say, "Hey, um, like suck hard or whatever people do"? Like, can you focus on can you focus on this area right can you now? D- can you give her feedback like, "Hey, what if you do this?" Honestly, I'd feel uncomfortable doing that. See, she feels the same way. Yeah, I I disagree with this wholeheartedly, and I think you have to say it. You have to be like, "Hey, do you want me to come? This is how I'm best gonna come." Like, if you, I don't know, whatever weird thing you do, yank my ball, whatever. Um, if you let her know that. Yeah. And then if she like, if you were like, hey, I want you to come, I want you to tell me what to do. Yeah. What would feel good. 
And that's know? what it can't, I can see how, cause you're going, I, I could see how that could be a kind of awkward conversation. Of course it's awkward. Especially with somebody that you're not like in a long-term like relationship with. But I think it would be, I think it would be fun. And I think the way that you enter it is saying like, Hey, I really want to make you come. Mm-hmm. I really want to do a good job. Like, I want this <laughs> to be fucking badass. This is the only reason I think this is important for you to hear. Because you are young and you're new in your sex journey, um, we already we learned this lesson in our late twenties to like ask for an orgasm, like that we should be entitled to one. You know, you definitely feel entitled to one, I'm sure, but. As a guy, but okay. Well, here's where we disagree. I'm a misogynist. I don't believe women should have orgasms. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Great. Actually, erase that. Let's start at the same base here. Um, you like later as women, we learn to like fight for our orgasm. Yeah. If a guy, you're gonna learn this lesson. You're gonna learn the lesson about pleasing a woman and asking for what you want too, because you're gonna get a lot of bad blowjobs or things that you don't really like, or you're gonna have that one blowjob that rocks your fucking socks. And you'll never forget it, and every other blowjob won't add up to it. That'll happen if it hasn't already. But if you're getting a really good blowjob, she's just saying, like, think about, think about what, what the you elements like. are. Oh, but okay. one day you'll learn the lesson to ask that girl. Yeah. That's stuff in your day. Hey, will you yank my balls? That's what I think you're into. Do this shit. So a girl also is gonna learn what if just you skip all that middle stuff? Just do it right now, even though it feels weird. You're listening to like your future just say, Hey, just tell a girl you wanna make her come. How do I do that? And then you'll learn how to eat her pussy. You could tell her, hey, I like my balls yanked, whatever. She will be, if she doesn't respond well, years later, she'll think back about you and be like, damn, like, he was trying to make me come. Yeah. Or you'll make her come so good, and she's like, fuck, yeah, this guy's the shit. It's it's a results-oriented conversation. And there's only positives. There's only positives that can come out of it, because either that person's unwilling to have that conversation, and it, you're not going to come any better, or they're willing to have it, and you're going to come way better. Hey, a guy, the last guy that went down on me, I tried to tell him what I wanted exactly. Like, hey, if you want to make me come, this is what you have to do. And he was like, I know how to do this. I kicked him out of my house. Wow. Yeah. I was like, you don't want to hear how I want to come? And he was like, what if I told you to suck my dick? I'd love that. Please tell me how to suck your dick. Like, tell me how to do it. Bold um, move. Kicked him out. Kicked him out. Get out of my house. Yeah. No, I'm not doing that. It's badass. No, I mean, I was crying and I was upset because... About something else, but... <laughs> <laughs> I have depression. Well, I will say, I, I understand. We <laughs> well, it's just the same thing. It's like you were in, uh, you know, going back to you feeling kind of shitty at that 16 to 20 period of time or whatever you were talking about, like... What made you feel better was to like exteriorize and like, yeah. you know, just like take I, out some of the shit you were thinking and just go on a stage and yeah. kind of. Put I, your- I didn't even realize I was depressed until I looked back on it. When mm-hmm. I got out of it, I was like, "Oh, that was pretty dark," <laughs> you know. Like, I was ge- I was generally not talking to anyone, you know. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, that was bad." A self-imposed solitary confinement sounds yeah. it's scary. Yeah. yeah. Um. Do you think that there's because we we do have to wrap up? But do you think there's one thing in your many years of sex? And comedy. Is there any like one piece <laughs> like two of advice? Years. Yeah, yeah, really valuable. Is there what one thing have you like learned? One little oh, nugget. Okay. I actually think I do have an answer. Oh, I talked about this already. Literally, this have helped me for both comedy and sex. It is being comfortable with yourself. Because that's what drew me into that fucking rep- repressive period where I didn't talk to anybody. It's because I had such a fear of what people were going to think about me or say about me. Any action that I did, anything that I say, people would judge the shit of me, go, this guy sucks, and everything like that. And 
through bombing on stage and having an entire crowd of people reject me and everything like that, and then waking up the next day and going, oh, I'm still here. It still happens. Life still goes on. Mm -hmm. I'm still okay. And then I was just like, so why not be absolutely myself? And the people that are drawn to that will be drawn to that. The audiences will be drawn to that. And the people that aren't, that's cool. Go about your way. That's understandable. And same thing with women. I want to be absolutely myself. And I've, honestly, I think so many people aren't. So many people do put up, uh, they do have that fear. They have that wall, and they're not going to be themselves. So then when you do meet someone that's genuine, I think you are kind of drawn to that. And either you're going to like that person or you're not. And I, I, I think that is honestly it, as I just became comfortable with truly being myself and who I am. And that's helped me out in both with comedy and I would like to think with women. All right. Just be yourself. Uh, is work, that corny? I'm is that corny as fuck? Well, listen, I'm I'm so glad that you already have that. I think I'm still working on that. It's like feels like a very human thing to. Oh, it's a constant process. Yeah, yeah, like it's a it's a back and forth. But I think that's right. How, What's how, the how, worst how corny that and cheesy was that? Let's go it was one very to sweet and earnest, and it was true. Can I There's, tell you how I believe it? Oh, I, believe I believe it you too. Believe it. Yeah. yeah, I believe you. Don't believe it. Oh, yeah, be yourself. Of course I do. No, I mean, I believe you believe it. That's what you said. Well, he said, I believe it. Like, oh, I know you believe it. I feel that you believe it. Um, I do believe that, too. You know what it is? It's added on with the factor that, like, that you change a lot and that you create new insecurities. And sometimes you think you're over something and you're not over it. But it's, it's, you know what? Have you heard this? It's about the journey. Have you ever heard that? Yeah. Okay. Listen. It goes back to the hair. Let's just quote. sing songs from Frozen to close this thing yeah. out. Let's I've just go completely. Frozen. What? Either have I, but I've listened to the soundtrack. It's good. Okay. Uh, Let It Go? No. It, do you want to build a snowman? I've never heard of Let It Go. Yeah. Really? That's the famous song. Oh, you're dumb. Hey, we can we can turn this thing off and put on YouTube. I don't care. That sounds great. Okay. Thank you so much, Grady. Where can people find you? Um... I uh, social media it's Grady Pruitt at Facebook on Twitter it's Pruitt Grady on Inst- I just made an Instagram uh, at Grady Pruitt. Do you still have just one post? I added a second one on there. Ooh. By the way, we should take a picture while I'm here so I can get that third one up there. Well, of- I have to put makeup on my face. Yeah, we could hey, definitely do that. Um, thank you, Mockingbird. Thank you, Oha, for doing this. Absolutely. Thank you, um, Stacy. We have a show coming up. I should have said at the beginning. May 5th at Rec Room. So it's a live uh, relationship with Kiki Maroon and Andy Huggins opening the show. So oh, please nice. come out, please. Okay, we'll see you there. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.